The following opinions expressed within the content are solely the speakers and do not reflect the opinions and beliefs of Child Free Media Limited or its affiliates. You're listening to the Accidental Parenthood podcast. My name is Lenora, and I decided to interview my brother Evan about his experience as a teen dad to now being a 30-something single father of two. We go deep into the challenges of unexpected parenthood with some humor and sibling banter. So let's talk about the perks of living alone, which I know sounds funny because you have two children, but do you remember the time when you moved into your own place? Yes, I do. Um, I did a lot of sleeping. I know that the first month or two. So, so what happened? I mean, well, we actually can't talk about what happened, but you had to make a decision because at the time you were living with the mother and your two boys and extended family and extended family. Not a good idea, but (laughs) I think we talked about that last time. So you had to make the decision to essentially leave. Yes. And that was based on just the dynamic in the household at the time and my mental health, where I was at, I needed to make a a change to work on myself. Now I can't remember if we had talked about your discussions with your children that you were going to be leaving the house because you, to clarify, you were staying in the same town. You weren't, Yes. Packing up and leaving, like saying goodbye. But I know there was more to it where you had to decide, like, am I walking away from my family? What can you walk? Can you do you remember that 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 thought process that got you to realize, like, I need to move myself from this house? Yeah, it wasn't an easy decision, that's for sure. And it wasn't the first time because going back, I, I didn't always live with the mom and child. At the time, this was different as being two kids. Mm -hmm. I did not want to. And I was that was never the intention. It was never about them. It was just I needed to fix myself. I needed to have a safe space for that to happen. Right. So that's what it was, is that you didn't feel you had a safe space to work on your own mental health. Not ideally. I mean, I looking back, I probably did. I just, you know, hindsight's 2020. And the moment it I needed to be alone for that to happen. Yeah. Um. I did, we did, I did discuss with the, my kids at the time, um, like enough for them to understand. And it was, you know, I wasn't leaving them. I stayed in the same town because they have their roots and their school there and friends. I didn't want to disturb that. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, and I wasn't, I wasn't walking away from them. I, that's, we, I wanted to keep communication open with them all the time and just keep them in the loop. I mean, they were younger at that point. But mm-hmm. they under I think they understood enough. Do you want to say how old they were at that time? They would have been I think my oldest would have been ten or eleven. And okay. my youngest was about six. Okay. Because they were both in school at that point. So you found a place? Yeah. Yeah, same town. Not that maybe, you know, just up not up the street, but 
like a few it's not a very away. small it it's was not a very big town <laughs> no a very small town and re- actually right by the school which was perfect mm-hmm. for location wise and didn't one of the kids come with you when you went to look at the place yes they came with me and picked out the room immediately and <laughs> put you in the basement <laughs> yeah put me in the basement which was totally fine and uh yeah it was it was a good time so i think i i remember you you called me the night or the day that you moved in and you were by yourself, and it was like your first evening. I think you called me. I probably did. <laughs> I was like, this was back in 2016, 2017. Okay. So I have to rack my brain, but yes. And I, I know I was, I felt really good at that point, despite everything going on. Right. And that, like, once I was in my own home the first night there, it was like, it was just a very relieving feeling. You could breathe. I could breathe. I had space, and I could you know, just had my freedom at that moment. And it was one of the best feelings I've had. I had at that point in a long time. Now I've lived alone for a very long time. I love it. I want it to continue because it's, you know, it's interesting. And people don't talk about this enough of the power of having your own space to, to breathe, to work on your stuff, to just sometimes do nothing. You know, now it can be said, well, you're the dad. So, of course, it's easier for you to pack up, find your own place and have your space where if you were, quote unquote, the mom, you couldn't do that, which (laughs) that's not necessarily true. But yeah, no, that's does anyone ever talk to you about that? The fact that, you know, you being the the male. You have that luxury. I haven't actually had those discussions. I mean, until now, which I love. I would love to talk about it for sure. Yeah. I've never, nobody's approached me about that. Right. And probably no one gave you any flack for it either. Because if you were the female. I know. That's the kind of, I mean, I, my friends and whoever knew the situation at the time supported me and understood, Mm -hmm. you know, and it was never again, it was just, I needed to be, to fix myself so I could take care of, those who dependent on right which were actually a lot of people yeah so but me being where i was mentally at the time it was i wasn't be able to help anybody Mm -hmm. or be there for people you know when i couldn't be there for myself so i needed that space to do that and get better and so what okay so how long were you by yourself before (laughs) your children decided (laughs) to move in with you it was uh short-lived um but yes, I I think I had roughly about five months. Okay. On my own, mind you, my kids they had their own rooms, and they of course you know we had our you know I'd take them on the weekends, and they were more than welcome. You know they had key to the house; they mm-hmm. could walk, come over. And they were always there after school. They come over and hang out every know, day, almost pretty much every day. Okay. And I had no, it was fine. They had uh, access. They had, you know, they had a, had their own beds, their own rooms. They even had their own little consoles which i kind of splurged a bit to make you know this looking you know it's kind of silly but you know this is dad's place and it's going to be fun right i wanted that atmosphere yeah and just you know relaxing place coming kind of leaving what i left you know you know a lot like for me it was a lot of chaos and Mm -hmm. just bad communication at the time and the vibe was not there it was very down negative anyways but i didn't want that for my new place i wanted to be uplifting you know relaxing uplifting just place to 
be you. Yeah. And then everybody moved in. <laughs> and yeah, a few months in time. But but but, but back, backing up. So you, you saw the kids pretty much every day, but you still had some time. <laughs> well, yeah, they and then they would go back to mom's, you know, after school or whatnot. Yeah. And then I would have my evening. And I was yeah. right there. I was always within contact. You know, I was mm-hmm. a few blocks away. Every, you know, things were fine as far as I knew. Yeah. Just adjusting to the situation. So what was that like for you? Those five months where you essentially had your space? Being truly honest, it was one of, like, I enjoyed it. I don't get me wrong. Like I, it was one of the happiest times of your I, life. You know, yeah, yeah. And I knew, you know, I knew my kids were fine. They yeah. could, you know, I'm there if they needed me, but I had never actually experienced being on my own as an adult. And this was the first time and I, I enjoyed it. And how old were you? I would have been 31. 31. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Never been on my own before. I was with living with somebody else. Mm-hmm. So the, that, well, it was, it felt for me, it felt like I was an actual adult. Do, dealing with everything like us yeah i've already had kids and that's a big step but just dealing with all like i was like excited to like sign up for bills and stuff like gas and wi-fi and like oh i got these bills now Woohoo! but they're in my name and i'm doing all this on my own i and right. i i actually was like it sounds silly but i was very impressed with myself being able to do that on my own i'm like i've always had that i just never put it to practice right and it was fun you like, always had someone else there was always somebody that. else doing it because I wasn't, I doesn't mean I couldn't do it. Right. It was just somebody was already doing it at the time. So right. it, I didn't have to worry about it. But now it was like, oh, wow, I get to, you know, I got to do my own thing. And, yeah. you know, if I want it, I'll get it. If not, I, don't, I won't get it. Like, yeah. It's my decision. So how, did, how, okay, how did that boost your confidence? And how did that uh, create space for mental wellness for you? Having that, that experience being in charge it was taking it that was, responsibility i felt it was really good i need, i needed it mm-hmm. um yeah just that space being able to do my own thing yeah take charge which was huge for me at the time yeah you know cuz i i you know a minute that i depended on others you know and i got lazy with it cuz everybody would do it anyways mm-hmm. so i eventually just kind of like oh yeah they'll take i it'll get taken care of right for me but doing it myself was like more rewarding and just I could prove myself. Yeah. I don't need somebody. I can do this on my own. Right. And that was a big thing for me. Just yeah. being an independent male was great. <laughs> um, well, I, I want to ask you, cause I'm like now, every, you know, you, you've got your kids, you've had your kids living with you for a while and we'll get into that, yeah. that later. But um, recapping, do you miss that? Yes, there are definitely days I do miss being on my own. And, you know, it's I, I look at it now. It's like, you know what? Where I'm at now, I'm fine, mm-hmm. you know, content, depending on the day. Yeah. Um, but, you know, and I would like to have my own space again. You know, eventually kids are going to grow, grow up. Like yeah. my oldest now is be next year will be 18. Mm-hmm. So that'll be one. Actually, this year he'll this be 18. This year, correct. Yes. <laughs> the end of, at the end of this year. So. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, they'll, uh, um, in the meantime, you can come over and stay at my place when I go away or something. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. House sitting is great. <laughs> need, need some quality alone but, time. Yeah. But I do, I have definitely more freedom to do what I want, regardless of my living situation. 
Yeah. No, Whether or not I sure. choose to go pursue that, that's... <laughs> I'm choosing other that's, choices right now. That's another story. <laughs> all right. So, so you had five months living by yourself, um, making all the decisions yourself. And then what happened? <laughs> well, like, you know, I'm always one to offer help. Right. And, you know, I, I'm, you know, I want to stay true to my word. If I offer you help and then you ask for it, I want to be there. If you're not saying, you know, come back and say, oh, I can't do that anymore. I don't want to be that person because there's enough people out there that, you know, give up empty promises and whatnot. Um, I'm not a politician, but, um, but yeah, no, I, you know, uh, I was asked for help by, well, by mom, the kid's mom. Okay. And whatnot. And, you know, I still care for that person. And I, you know, I'm like, yep, yeah, I will, I can help you. Living situation was a little, was iffy at that point for them. So what, okay. So she was asking for help with the children. Uh, more so for her. Okay. I was already there for the kids. The, okay. the, I was already helping the kids. The kids were already fine. Right. But they were still living at her place. They were still living. Essentially. Essentially. Yes. But they were a lot of, at my place a lot of the time. Okay. okay. Um. So, but yeah, living situation was not, not uh, safe. And it wasn't um... okay. So what? So what happened after five months? Oh, sorry, I'm looking for the word stable. Sorry. Oh, but we can edit that. Okay. All right. So the mother of your children needed help, and your kids needed a safe place to. Yeah, safe place to live on a permanent basis. Let's yeah. put it that way. And you know, be yeah, consistency and whatnot mm -hmm. and a stable home. And at that point where they were, it wasn't there. Okay. So I was able to offer my place as you know, safe place, a stable home, you know, not much else going on aside from just living there. Mm -hmm. And that's what they needed. So yeah, they eventually everybody the kids kind of moved in first, technically, and then mom came in as well after. And yeah, we all had our own rooms. It was basically like just a big roommate situation, which was fine. The house, the place I was at supported that. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it was, it was, a you know, rough because everybody was still dealing. We're still going through our own stuff. Right. Everybody's, you know, has their battles to, to fight. Yeah. And I'm still trying to work on myself at the same time yeah. now while again, supporting everybody else. Yes. And yeah, it was, it was a challenge, but mm -hmm. at the same time, like, well, I'm helping, I'm helping here now. So what was different this time? Because you had decided you needed your own space and then you sacrificed your own space again. Yep. Pretty much. But basically it was more, I was in control at this right. point. Right. I, I kind of like, okay, you guys are coming in. That's fine. However, I have these rules because of what, how, like how it was before. I like, mm -hmm. I don't want that to come back. Like the energy. The of, energy. Of... I, yeah. I want it. I don't want that energy here. You know, mm -hmm. it's a safe place for everybody. They, they, if you have a rough time, you know, you have your own room, your own space to mm -hmm. be in. And we don't have to like sh share that energy. Yeah. Which you still in the same house. So it does eventually come around. But yeah, it was, 
I, I had a, a place to, for people to stay and I offered it to them and they took mm -hmm. it. This I find fascinating because people talk about um, family being the end all be all of everything, the most important thing. And I'm not saying that's not true. But why do you think people are so afraid to talk about the need for personal space and alone time and even living separately? Now, I know when young kids are involved, that doesn't necessarily make sense, but and, and you haven't had the harshest experience with parenthood, but there are, I mean, quite real, realistically, there, there are times where I can imagine, and I'm not saying this from personal experience, because I'm not a parent, but it's just so overwhelming and people do have to walk away, completely walk away. And I know you can't really talk about that experience because you, you never left in the sense that you ceased communication or anything like that. But you got to the point where you're like, this can't continue. And not many people have that luxury or some do. I mean, tragedies happen because there's not enough discussion around the need for space to work on yourself, let alone raising humans and trying to work oh, totally. on yourself. Right. So. Well, and you see, look around the new, the articles sometimes and, you know, people who didn't, who probably should have had that space to work on themselves, mm -hmm. you know, took extreme measures and now they're no longer, their families have suffered. Yeah. You know, you, these murder suicides you read about all the time, you know, mm -hmm. big families, big, you know, church loving people and somebody killed everybody else and right. took their own life. Right. They all drove off a cliff or something. And, yeah. yeah. And like, how many stories have you read about that? Like, yeah. well, <laughs> And I kind of read, I, I like to read up on stuff like that and say, okay, well, there's a problem right there. There's too much going on. Yeah. I mean, that's not say that's the only problem, but I mean, you know, yeah. those people have, you know, jump into this, you know, idea, these big families and all this stuff. And then you're just go, go, go all the time, but your body can't, you know, after a while, it's, it, you need rest. Right. You need, you know, time for yourself, you know, yeah. and if you haven't, you know, worked on yourself at all throughout that time, it's going to come, it could come back to bite you. Mm -hmm. Or if somebody else is, is in the same boat as you and you don't realize that they can, yeah. you know, stuff can happen. Yeah. And and I, I think we've talked about this in previous episodes too, but I mean, you, you know, you became a dad at 19 and all, all of a sudden now you're what 30, 30, well now you're older, but at the time you were early thirties and 30, once you turn 30, it's such a big shift in life because you suddenly realize a lot, a lot of things and you're, you know, that that's over a decade of changes and whatnot, but also you've never really gotten to figure out who you are. There's been no time you develop yourself, but who is Evan and what's this headspace? And like, it's, you know, yeah. there's a lot going on, let alone you're actually providing a lot of emotional support for your kids. You know, it's not, and, and, and this is, I don't know again, how this works in conversations you have with your friends or whatnot, but there's this kind of misunderstanding of what being a dad is, I think, because a lot of times it's like, well, the, the female takes on the emotional roles of stuff and the guys are just there supporting, working, whatever. I, I don't know. Maybe that's just where we live, but it's, <laughs> but it's kind of like, you've had a very different experience with fatherhood i'm gonna say more than most 
Yeah, it's not just going to work and, you know, putting food on the table for your kids or whatever. It's like listening to them when they have a problem, trying to help them mm-hmm. sort out the problem. Um, excuse you. <laughs> I'm baking something. Keep talking. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like listening, like we'll get another discussion. But yeah, like scenario, my oldest a few years ago came out as non-binary and a few other things and we fully supported that there was no problem and it was actually quite exciting that and they they would you know it was nice to know that they can trust and like have you know faith in their his their parents that uh they can tell us stuff like that right and they've expressed that many times you know, other, their friends and stuff, you know, are having the same issues, but can't talk about it with their parents. Right. So I was, you know, it's kind of nice to be able to do that and you kind of feel a bit proud, like, yeah, okay. You know, I'm, I'm nowhere, you know, I'm not going to win the best dad award, you know. <laughs> I think you should be suspicious of people who do win the best dad awards because there well, might what does be that something. What even mean? Like, exactly. what do you do? Like, <laughs> exactly everybody's different and every child's different and their needs are different there there's this joke in the child-free community about you know when we see people posting oh you know we saw this dad pushing a baby stroller somewhere and they're the best dad ever or whatever it's like wow you set the bar really low for what a good dad is like (laughs) oh yeah the baby's six months well i would hope you're doing stuff like that or uh, i like when they say well how has parenthood treated you and the kid's like three days old oh parenthood's the best thing ever well that's that's a lot of new parent (laughs) stuff like i think you see that's always with a baby you don't see somebody with like a 15 year old usually you don't they're like that's a different story yeah <laughs> when you're trying to hide your your alcohol or you know whatever else you got or i guess you know depending where you live your your weapons <laughs> your firearms <laughs> i don't, we don't have those in canada uh, well you know that just made me think of another question okay so and, and in later episodes we'll get into kind of catch up to where you are now in the whole parenthood aspect because where we've started from the beginning, but because you had that space and time to, even if it was just five months, but because you had a chance to ground yourself in your home life, just by yourself and kind of have that control over your home life again, do you think that has really helped you, you know, going forward and especially where you are now, the success you're having now, I'm going to say success, but just how your home life has been because it's been pretty stable. Yeah. How, how do you think that helped you? Or do you think that helped you having that time? Oh, by it yourself? totally did. It definitely gave me time to reflect and like learn from, you know, areas that I wanted to improve on mm-hmm. and give me some clarity to what I want out of like my life. Right. Some of it. Um, like home life or just, just life in general. in general, like I, yeah, I don't know where like my life's going. I still am <laughs> approaching thirty-seven. Nobody now. does I, exactly, and I'm like, not just your life, but everybody's yeah. life. I don't really, you know, my life will go where it goes. I'm not yeah. too concerned, but yeah, it was it was a great time, just yeah, for reflection, for some self care. Yeah, just to like, just to like let you know everything that I had bottled up over the years, kind of let them go. What is self care for a man? Don't say anything disgusting. <laughs> uh, well, it's just having that room to breathe and like. Right. I mean. I guess is it coming home at the end of the day? 
I think that's something I forgot to ask you. You know, like you're you were out working, you come home at the end of the day compared I, to your last from what situation for like many years, like I'd come home and there'd always I think it was just like the energy that whoever's in the house that I would come to would mm -hmm. put out. Right. If it was you know, if if it was rough energy or negative, I would feel it because I, I I kind of feel that mm -hmm. people. And I would just kinda, you know, I couldn't really I could relax sometimes, but you don't want to, you want to come home if you even work all day. You want to chill, relax, whatever. Mm -hmm. I mean, not everybody, but that's what I want to do. Right. And I felt like I, there's always something to do. Mind you have, you know, as a family dynamic, there's always something to do with the family. Fair right. enough. But I, I mean, personally, I didn't always enjoy that. I wanted to come home and do absolutely fuck all, <laughs> you know, go sit in the couch, do yeah. whatever. I think most people agree with that. They want to, you know, after a long day. Yeah. I mean, our dad would come home and read a book and we'd be like trying to get his attention <laughs> and he, it would be like nothing. You'd be like throwing stuff at him yeah. and he wouldn't move a muscle. Well, that's, and you know, that was how he dealt with that. I'm sure yeah. back then. And at the time as a kid, I, I would never think about it. I'm like, dad, I mean, I don't remember the last time I did that because I was a surly teenager for a long time. It felt like, but <laughs> I do remember times where we would try to get his attention and, and you wouldn't get it. And I don't now remember what my feelings were at the time. I just thought it was weird. But as an adult, I'm like, oh my goodness, that would be so annoying. Like I would hate oh, that. I know. Well, that's the thing too. Yeah, you get, you, you know, I want to, you know, if somebody wants my attention, I'm going to give it to them. Right. Um. But that's kind of comes at a cost though, too. It does. It will take. It takes. You know, takes away your energy. Yeah. Especially if you don't have anything to give at the time. Mm -hmm. You know, you gotta you gotta recharge. Um. But yeah, like on my own, it was I come home and the house be quiet. Yeah, I had my cat there. Like, that was a cat you know, and he was out most of the time which is fine i come home there'd be Forgot. nobody in the house yeah and it was perfect like like it was for me it was perfect it's just i could put my music on you make something for dinner i i liked making one person dinners it was nice for like i actually eat i could like i didn't have that uh fridge full of food i would go out get what i needed for the week right and i would actually eat good because I, you're just I could just cooking for myself. Right. You know, when you cook for others, and I, I don't get me wrong, I love cooking for others. I like pampering people. I love all, like, just giving yeah. everybody as much as they can give them. But you don't always eat healthy because with kids, kids don't are picky right. and only eat so many things. So you're kind of, and like, I'm not going to make all these dishes, you know, <laughs> for every, everybody gets their own dish. Like, no, like, I'm, you know, it was nice to make my own and just that was it. Right. And then I could go relax and yeah it was i just missed the quiet i mean i still i do have lots of quiet days now yeah kind of set my life up but i just it was nice at the time because it was loud for many years there right i was gonna say welcome to my life yeah one one <laughs> meal like one person dinner is always quiet and i don't even have pets yeah um and this is yeah we're talking about you know five six years ago now i think yeah, it has. It's been, been you know, so yeah, things have changed over that time. But just kind of reflecting on mm -hmm. how I was, you know, I probably missed areas that I could have talked about. Oh, well, we'll, but, oh, we'll <laughs> we have several up. more yeah, episodes. We'll, we'll figure it, it out. <laughs> There's lots. More. I'm sure I'll think of something after we've done this. But, exactly. Uh, like, oh, write this down. Ask me the next episode. <laughs> I mean, but that's the thing. Like, when you realize how life goes, I mean, we can't remember everything we, we experienced. But I think it's. Bottom line, I think it's good to acknowledge that personal space is necessary and 
I mean, I knew I didn't want to raise humans and I really value my personal space. It's something that I always want to maintain. And by that, I mean like living alone, you know, I do most things by myself just because it's, it's nice. It's, it's nice to connect with people, but I think, I don't know if we've discussed in previous episodes, but you are also an introvert, right? For the most part. Yes. I, <laughs> that's funny now. Cause we just went through a pandemic and that changed me a little bit. So I'm back. I'm more introverted again. I did have a couple of super where I was definitely extroverted for a while and it was actually very fun. <laughs> yeah. But since it's been a couple of years now, back I'm back to my little keep to myself kind of mm -hmm. thing, which is good and bad. <laughs> well, and, and actually since we've uh, first recorded the, the first season of this podcast, my other podcast child for girls, we recently did an episode about being introverts like is is being introverted a child or being child free an introvert thing and we were talking about you know obviously there are parents who are extroverted parents who are introverted and me and my other co-hosts are introverted people we're chatty but we're like i'm the chattiest out of all of them but i'm also an introvert and i cannot imagine having to have like just parenting well, <laughs> as an introvert <laughs> Well, hopefully you're, if you do, if you're introverted and have kids, hopefully they're introverts too. That'll make it a lot easier. That would help. Yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> I mean, hopefully they express themselves as well, but you'd be an introverted parent with very extrovert kids could be a challenge, especially in the younger years. Right. Now are both your kids introverts? I'm going to say yes, just because we all have a great time when they hang out. We, we were so chill. Yes, They're, they don't I, like being around other people, really. There were there are moments, and it depends on who they are around, well, the comfort course. level, like their own yeah. group of friends. I'm sure they're. I hear they're them gaming. Way. They're yeah. they're you listen to them gaming. Different it's kids, a total different, very extrovert. A lot of swearing. Yes, a lot of like who odd are you? noises that come out of their rooms. <laughs> but at like they're, you know, it's their home a lot. They don't go out much. Mm -hmm. They, when they do, you know, they could go out to their friends occasionally. Like my youngest is out now, which is fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like where they are right now, yeah, they're definitely introverted, which is fine. It's, it's, there's no like, aside from gaming, there's no, <laughs> uh, you know, just the random sporadic ADHD right. okay. type attitudes flying around. People go spinning off the rails. Whatever. Which reminds me, we have to talk about your day job sometime. My day job, that's, yeah. That's yeah. definitely where I deal with more. I, I, we'll wrap this up, but I think, to me, I have this feeling if I had had children, because I am chatty, but I'm an introvert, I have a feeling I would have ridiculously loud... You'd probably have extroverted, high energy. High energy children that I would... would No, it would just be me times two... And no, thank you. <laughs> I That's too much. That's too much. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed this episode presented by Child Free Media Limited. To stay current with child-free content like this, please visit childfreemedia.com and subscribe to the newsletter.